Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. Today, I'm going to answer some of the questions that were written on the whiteboard in the last couple months. And I want to first ask you that if you enjoy listening to this podcast, if you could please give me a review on the uh, on the podcast and in that way that other people that are considering listening to the podcast could actually read what you guys think about it. But that would mean a lot if you could just review it on iTunes or you could also review it on Podbean um, or both. That'd be great. Also, if you're listening for the first time and you have not subscribed, please do that now. That way that every time that I release a podcast, you'll be getting the information uh, the notification right away. So with all that being said, uh, just please review and subscribe to the Building Better People podcast. So first question, and these are really going to be, I think, some really good ones um, for today because I think we can kind of start scratching the surface on these, but what I also feel like is some of these questions could turn into episodes for Gus and I's recent uh, YouTube channel, uh, Boom Fit Bros., and if you haven't seen that, go check it out. Uh, we've been posting links on social media, and it's also on the community page. But if you haven't checked out BoomFit Bros, it's Gus and I trying to provide you guys with some great content, uh, really right now specifically on nutrition and overall health and fitness. So first question is, what do I eat to get flat abs and a tight bod? Smiley face. Um, you know, interestingly enough, really the, the first three, four, you guys haven't had the fourth episode, even though Gus and I already recorded it for Boom Fit Bros, really talk about just that. And what we really talk about is that it, it doesn't take sometimes these very complex things to get flat abs and to basically get toned up that, Really what, what it takes is some, some minor changes, but just applying those consistently over time. So best way I can answer this is I'll say kind of how it, for me personally, what it takes to get flat abs because, you know, I'm, I'm on the same fitness journey as you. I started mine at 18 years old. Now I'm 37. And, you know, in that time I've had flat abs and then I've, they've been gone. And so I kind of know what I've done when I have flat abs and what I don't. And one of the things that I can tell you that I've always done when my uh, my abs are showing the most is I'll food journal. And I'll, you know, it's, it's really not more complicated than that. I just put everything that I eat into the MyFitnessPal app. And prior to that, I already know where I need to be. So I know how many calories I need to eat. I know, you know, how many grams of protein, how many grams of carbs, how many grams of fat. So for me, it really boils down to food journaling. And when I'm food journaling, it's amazing. Like within, honestly, it's not more than a couple weeks maybe that I'll start seeing my abs show a little bit more. Um, And so for some of you, that may work, that may not work. But I think overall, that's one of the things that I've really felt is pretty consistent with, you know, better nutrition is, is food journaling. Now, you know, for someone, you know, like we talk about in boom fit bros is you're not going to see your abs. If you really have more than 10 to 20 pounds to lose for, for, you know, the short term. So, you know, for you, if, if you've got 50 plus pounds to lose, it's going to be really hard for you to see your abs in the next three months. But 
when you get to that point when you're about 10 or 20 pounds away from that that ideal weight or wherever that whatever that number uh, that really allows your body to start showing you some more definition that's when you know what i'm telling you right now is dial in your your food journaling now ahead of that it's obviously going to be important that if you're if you need if you need to lose 50 pounds to get closer to 10 to 20 you need to also be doing the same things but really you need to kind of have this realistic goal that if you've if you've got 50 or more than 20 pounds to lose that it's probably going to take a little bit longer than two to three months to see your abs but um, for the most part if you're in that 10 to 20 pounds and you start food drilling and you really kind of create some goals in terms of you know how many calories do i want to hit a day how many grams of protein fats and uh, carbs do i need to eat a day i promise you you'll see your abs pretty soon if you stick to that for those of you that have a little bit more weight to lose and and that was me when i started so i i get it i know it, it's going to take a little bit longer but it really kind of starts the same way and what i would encourage you to do is just simply start by cleaning up the type of food you eat in other words you know if you're eating a lot of processed food maybe you're having a lot of you know bars or bread or snack type foods that's processed i would just clean it up and go towards more of a you know, something fresh and kind of whole foods. What I mean by that is, you know, if, if the ingredients of the food is more than one, then it's probably not the right foods. But if, you know, if I ask you what is in that food and you say one word, then that would, cl- that would actually classify as single ingredient foods. For example, a banana has banana and, you know, a egg has egg. Chicken has chicken. Now, if you start kind of if I said what's in your bread, well, then you'd start listing multiple different ingredients. So best place to start is just clean up the the quality of the food that you eat. And that should help you kind of get into that place. But as you get closer, I'd encourage you to food journal. I'd encourage you to hit like target goals for calories, carbs, fats, and proteins. And if you need help with that, obviously, that's what we're here to do. So we can help you with that. All right. The next question, any in-house comps in the works? Believe it or not, this is a great question for today. We have uh, in the works a, well, we have our big competition that that is not an in-house competition, but the BCS Classic is coming up on September 7th. So that's our focus right now. Um, So you'll, you, you know, you've seen the posters in the gym and we're, uh, we're really promoting that and we're, we're working to make that a great event for the Bryan College Station and surrounding area community. Um, we've got a lot of teams already signed up. So if you're kind of considering a competition, that would be a fantastic competition. If you've never done a competition, the novice division is perfect for you just to kind of get, you know, I would say kind of get warmed up to it, get your feet wet just for, you know, we've, we created the BCS Classic um, really originally for someone to have their first experience at a competition. And and it's turned into so much more than that. We have now uh, not only a novice division, but we have an intermediate division and then we have the RX division. But if you are wanting to do a competition, 
I would strongly encourage you to do BCS Classic September 7th. Just get signed up now. That way you're committed to it. And then you can start, you know, make, making sure you're more consistent in your workouts and training for it. And, you know, be sure to mention it to me or any one of the coaches at the gym that you're signed up for it because that we want to know that. That's super cool that you've decided to, to sign up. Now, as far as in-house competitions, and for those of you that are listening that you know, maybe you're not familiar with what that means. Basically, an in-house competition is kind of like a competition just for our gym. It's just for our members. And then about a couple of years ago, I had reached out originally first to CrossFit Obey to kind of do a, an in-house competition with them in, in really an effort to kind of build community amongst the CrossFit community. And then we did one with Sawed Off CrossFit. Well, we also have, we actually have one right now in the works and I don't want to kind of, uh, I don't want to tell you who that is because I really want it to be a surprise, but we are, are already in the planning stages and it's looking to happen after the BCS Classic probably sometime in November uh, before the holidays. So keep an eye out for that and I, I would encourage everyone to sign up. We'll obviously make a big deal about it. But it's just a great opportunity to partner with another gym, get to know some of their members and coaches, and just really bridge the community of CrossFit, uh, of the whole CrossFit community in Bryan College Station. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Okay, next question. Any building better people shorts? That's a great idea. You know, I uh, I actually would love some building better people shorts, and I you know love some new shorts. So I will, uh, I will start looking into that and we'll find out and we'll, we'll hopefully stock our, our retail, uh, with some shorts and, and hopefully it will become a hit and something we can keep in, in inventory. But, um, great question, great suggestion. And like I said, these are great. I, I want suggestions from you guys. So, you know, don't ever hesitate whether you write it on the whiteboard, you can let me know personally, if you know you have a suggestion like that, or we have now written on the on the whiteboards, you can email our front desk, and that will all channel back uh, through the front desk to me. And that's the email address is front desk at boomfitbcs.com, and that really is there as an opportunity for you if you have any questions about membership, if you have any suggestions for the gym, you know things like this, like building better people shorts, in-house competitions. Anything that you want to be communicated to the gym, that's a great place for you to send a, an email and you'll get a quick response and, uh, and we want your suggestions. Okay, next one, meal timing. Okay, this is a phenomenal topic. I read a book back whenever uh, I was just kind of in the first couple years of my business, um, 2006, 5, 6, and it was given to me by a guy who owned a, a gym and he used to be a competitive bodybuilder. And the book was called Nutrient Timing. And it, you probably could find it out there. But it was a fantastic book. What I loved about it was it really educated me on the importance of the window uh, timing of eating before, during, and after a workout. So if you start thinking about, you know, and I'll give you a very abbreviated version of hopefully what we'll do on a BoomFit Bros later or maybe even a podcast episode. But you want to think about this. So food is fuel, right? So anytime you eat, anytime you take in these nutrients, it is intended to fuel you. There are certain types of foods that will fuel you 
And without getting too complicated and, and scientific, there's certain foods that are going to help you with high intensity activities, endurance activities, um, and just working out in general. And if you look at what we do in CrossFit, because I know the majority of people listening to this podcast are doing CrossFit, we are doing very high intensity, right? High intensity efforts for a short period of time. Now, when you do an eight minute workout, I know in your mind it feels like forever, but in the world of endurance, it is not a very long time. Uh, you know, right when I was getting into CrossFit in 2008, I had just come off of running my first half marathon in 2006. I ran another half marathon in 2007 and then completed four full marathons in 2008 and then did a half Ironman in 2009. And what I felt like when I did CrossFit workouts, I was like, man, this is nothing. And when I say that, trust me, it was a lot because the workouts were intense. But in terms of, of duration, it was nothing, right? Like if I did a, you know, Helen, which is 10, 12 minutes, or Fran, you know, five minutes, it really was, was not a lot of time that I was working out. Um, so in the world of endurance, when we start thinking about foods, that, there's foods that fuel endurance, and then there's foods that fuel high intensity. Thinking about this, right, if you're about to go enter a CrossFit workout, if you're about to go do a class, the best thing that you could do is take in some, some form of carbohydrate, okay? Now, you know, there's going to, some for some people, you're going to prefer a certain one over another, right? So like for some of you, bananas will work great, and for some of you, bananas will not. And for some of you, uh, you know, maybe... Apples will be perfect, and for some of you, not. Others of you, you know, you might like bagels, and some of you might not. So it's just, you know, when we start, and we don't want to kind of dive into the rabbit hole of like what's the most, uh, the best carbohydrate to be lean, because we're talking about performance right now. We're not talking about body fat, losing body fat, and weight loss. We're talking about performance. So when, it when we talk about meal timing, nutrient timing, if you're about to work out, eat carbs. Um, it would it would benefit you to eat some carbs. Now, how much? We're not going to dive into that, but just eat something, preferably carbohydrate, prior to your workout. During your workout, th there's actually another nutrient that's very beneficial, and those are called amino acids. Now, those are what make up protein. Now, I don't want to go too scientific on you, but they have branched-chain amino acids, BCAAs, in liquid form, um, you know, I know Cellucor has a, a brand called, or uh, Nutribolt has a brand called Extend. There's also several other brands out there, and they're BCAAs. Anytime I'm working out, you'll see it. My my water looks a little bit different color depending on the flavor of BCAAs that I'm having, but I'm drinking Extend. And so during a workout, you want to take in some form. I mean, again, this we're talking about. If you're asking, right? It's going to be better than water. Um, there's no sugar in that. There's no calories in that. It's BCAAs. And so that's great during the workout. And then right after the workout, you want to kind of replenish all of the depletion that just occurred in your store, energy stores. So you just expended your energy especially if you came to our gym and you did a class. Trust me, I, I see you guys. Y'all are crushing workouts and you just expended all your energy and so now you got to replenish it. So I personally will drink a shake 
within five to 10 minutes of completing a workout. And I, I, it's habit now, you know, I, I just do it. Um, right now I'm drinking Gainer, which is not because I'm looking to gain weight. It's just what it's called. It's a Cellucor uh, post-workout drink. And the reason I like it is because it has 40 grams of carbohydrate, 30 grams of protein, and low fat. I think it's like three grams of fat. It's actually promoted to be served as two servings. I just have one serving. Uh, I just do one scoop because I'm not trying to gain weight, but somebody who would be is probably going to take double that, so they'll do two scoops. But what you're looking for after a workout is to, is really more carbohydrate, right? So that's why I'm taking in 40 grams of carbs, and then moderate amount of protein, 30 grams of protein, and then you really don't want high fat right after you work out. And, and there's reasons for that without getting too complicated again, just you don't want to slow down the absorption of those nutrients. So high carb, moderate protein. I like liquid form because it's going to be absorbed quicker into my muscles right after I work out. And then I eat a meal probably within an hour of that. And so that right there is the bulk of like timing your meals around a workout. And so, and then outside of that, like at any other time of the day, you know, if you really want to maximize a lean body, if you really want to, you know, burn fat most efficiently, then I would just, you know, primarily focus on uh, protein and vegetables and, and then really focus on the carbohydrates around your workout. So uh, I'm happy to kind of expand on that in, in later episodes of BoomFit Bros or podcast, or if you want to grab me in the gym and ask me some questions about it, I'm happy to answer any more questions. But that that's a really kind of good overview of just meal timing, nutrient timing, and kind of what I learned in that book. Um, next question, powdered greens versus veggies, pros and cons. I don't do any powdered greens, um, and I really don't know a lot about them, um, but you know, I would imagine that they're they're probably just like any other supplement where they're trying to give you the nutrients that you would get in things, but being more efficient about getting that. So, I I, I would guess they're probably good. You know, um, I think veggies are great because they fill your stomach up. So, you know, if I eat, you know, two cups of broccoli, or even you know, I eat uh, carrots or bell peppers, um, it's going to just fill my stomach up more than if I have, you know, powdered greens. And, and at the same extent, I feel the same way about shakes. I'll drink a shake every now and then. I always do shake right after my workout. And I sometimes will do shakes at other times of the day, but I much prefer eating food. Why? For the reason I just told you, it will fill my stomach up more than a liquid or powder version of, of food. So I think I'm always going to go with the, the veggies over the powdered greens. Just like I would probably say for breakfast, I would recommend having food more than a shake. Uh, just because I think it's going to, you know, absorb, it's going to fill your stomach up more. It's probably going to last a little bit longer and just uh, prevent you from, from being hungry sooner than later. All right. The last one is intermittent fasting. And this is one that we, we really will dive into on next week's uh, fourth episode of BoomFit Bros. So catch that on YouTube and, uh, and I'll, I'll touch on it here. So intermittent fasting, I experimented with last year because I had a client who was doing it and seeing really great results. 
For me, it didn't work very well because I was starving. And I really don't think that that was the right approach for me. Um, But basically, when you do intermittent fasting, you're only eating within six hours of a 24-hour window. So most people will do that between 12 and 6, you know, in the afternoon or 2 and 8 in the afternoon or evening. And outside of that, you're just drinking water. Um, it was it was really hard for me. I think I've trained my body so well to eat breakfast, whether that is psychological or not. I've just, you know, my body gets hungry and it gets hungry about every three or four hours because I think that's what I've trained it to do. And what intermittent fasting, probably the biggest thing it will do for people is it just limits the amount of food you eat. So you're going to eat less because you're only eating within six hours as opposed to prior to that, you probably were eating within 12 hours. Um, Yes, there's some hormonal benefits that are claimed in different uh, journals and, and, and research has been done. But I believe, you know, for me, it was not the right approach. And I think that goes for every diet. Like, Intermittent fasting is something that people have been doing for a really long time. It just so happens to be a little more popular in recent years, um, just as, I mean, everything's more popular when it comes to weight loss and nutrition and exercise. And so that's something that you're going to hear, you know, in 10 years, it'll be something else. And in 20 years, it'll be something else. Uh, But it's something that people have been doing for a really long time. If you're really curious about it, try it. And see if it works for you. But this is what I'm going to tell you. Whatever it is that you do, whether it's intermittent fasting, whether it's you know a form of maybe what people would call like a paleo style food, which is just single ingredient foods, or maybe the zone diet, which is also kind of what people would do to focus on macronutrients and like percentages. Whatever you do, give it at least 30 days and then determine if it's good for you or not. Because I think what happens is people will try something for like one or two days or a week. And then they don't, they're not consistent with it. So they have like a slip up and then they end up saying, oh, well, that didn't work. And you really don't know because you didn't really give it at least 30 days. So I'd encourage you give it 30 days and, you know, you'll know by how you feel. And don't only judge the success of one of these plans by whether or not you're losing body fat or losing weight, because I would encourage you to judge it more so by how do you feel? How do you feel when you wake up? How do you feel when you work out? How do you feel throughout the day? What is your energy levels like? Because yes, if you're losing a lot of body fat, but you feel terrible, I would not encourage you to do that. And I also wouldn't encourage you to do anything that you cannot do long term. So if like for you, intermittent fasting seems to be good for a month, ask yourself the question, can I do this forever? And if the answer is no, and it'll be very clear. Some of you are like, yeah, I never want to eat breakfast and I really don't care for lunch. I'd rather just kind of, or maybe I just want lunch and dinner and, you know, in a six hour window, I have a couple snacks and, and, you know, eating is, is kind of a chore for me. So I'd rather just kind of stick to this plan. Well, if it works forever, do it. Um, and you'll find a lot of benefit because I think the most benefit doesn't just happen in 30 days. It happens in five years, 10 years, 15 years. And that's kind of where I'm at. You know, I told you 18 was when I started my fitness journey, but really I didn't start eating healthy until I was 21, until I really learned how to eat better. 
And I feel like even now at 37, it's like I'm getting a bigger return on investment for that because I'm now 16 years into eating healthy, right? Same with working out. I'm 19 years into working out. It's like the snowball effect. You know, it starts real small. So in 30 days, you're going to have a tiny snowball. In 10 years, you're going to have a giant snowball and you're just gaining more and more momentum. But you got to stick to something. So I I just encourage you, and that principle applies to everything. It applies to marriage, it applies to your business, it applies to relationships, it applies to fitness, workouts, nutrition, every single thing. So, all right, guys, that's what I'm going to leave you with today. Thanks again for listening to the Building Better People podcast. Like I said earlier, uh, I would appreciate a review on iTunes and Podbean. And also, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to the podcast. Have a great day.